I'm Tolowani O'Bayan. Welcome to Once Upon a Dreamer. You're listening to episode two. This is a podcast about dreams, dreamers, and everything in between. If you're keen on living life fully and authentically, if you desire to exist in spaces where your truest dreams are a reality, you're in the right place. Lily, as you can imagine, I've been thinking a lot about dreams. What are they? What are they not? Are dreams ambitions? Or are ambitions mirages of dreams? I think it's necessary at least to investigate it because as human beings, we tend to blur the lines a lot. Sometimes in the name of fulfilling a dream, we chase ambition and get to the top of the ladder only to find that that wasn't the dream. It's possible that you thought along these lines, or maybe because I just mentioned it now, you're starting to think along these lines. Let's get into it. The thing about dreams. I wrote a song for a musical I'll be making sometime in the near future, God willing. And it starts with these four lines. I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. And I'll stop there because I think that's enough to quantify the things that we have defined as dreams. And in many ways, those are elements of dreams, but also those same characteristics are at the core of ambition. The thing about dreams is that dreams are not ambitions. There's a difference. There's a clear difference. Like a car, a dream can be fueled by an ambition that enables it to be fulfilled, that gives it momentum. But fuel without a car is a fire disaster waiting to happen. Or fuel in a car with a faulty GPS system is a dream going in the wrong direction really fast. So how do we determine what are dreams and what dreams are not? As I speak, it's possible that quite a few things are coming to mind, like all the goals you have in front of you. You might even have a vision board that you look at every single morning. These are the things I will do in five years' time. By the end of this year, this is what my family and I would have done. In six years, I will be on Forbes list before I'm even 30. You know... A lot of things, goals that we're moving towards, sometimes not even understanding the dream encoded into our core. Dreams and ambition are not the same thing. And understanding that I think is very important for us not to get to the end of our lives or to the top of the ladder and realize that this is not what I was looking for. I thought that I would have reached here and been satisfied, fulfilled, happy. But it's like you lied to me. It was just a mirage. There's nothing here. And it's a tragedy many times when people have gotten to the end of life after chasing and after losing relationships and losing hope and losing themselves and selling themselves short or selling their souls for that thing that's an ambition, but they have tagged a dream. So let's reflect on this together. I have a few questions to ask and you could either answer them by yourself as you're listening or send a voice note or even a comment or something just so that we reflect together. But this is the first one. Is what you have called a dream about proving your worth to the world? Or is it about adding worth and value to the world? I think that's a very important question. It's one I've had to ask myself and I still keep asking myself. 
Like, Tolen, why are you doing this thing? Why are you doing this? Why did you do that? Was it really because you were trying to help? Or is it because you know that they would see you and clap for you? And say, wow, she's a wonderful person. Hmm. She's really doing well. Oh, she's taking care of people. She's sending words of encouragement. Wow, she's, she's a sweetheart. Or am I doing it because I believe that people would either listen to the words I share or watch a film I have made, a screenplay I've written, and have something transformed in their lives? I'll give an example now. For anyone that has gone to a federal boarding school in Nigeria, this would deeply resonate, but I would explain further. My family and I stayed in the UK for a while, and we came back. Shortly after we came back, I was quite young at the time. I went to a federal boarding school, and it was survival of the fittest on a level I had never seen, even up till now. There was no water. Toilets were terrible. The amenities were not enough for the huge population of students. Imagine having two boreholes for thousands of students. As you can imagine, there was a lot of oppression. Seniors oppressed juniors brutally. You would be sent to walk miles to fetch water and carry it. Like you might be having to carry almost maybe three buckets at a time. So you're balancing one on your head, carrying the other two. I don't think I ever did the three at once because I wasn't up to that level of skill. But I remember carrying buckets of water on my head and another in my hand just so that I could carry the water I would use and also carry the one a senior would use. Most people that have gone through boarding school knew this as the norm. And many juniors in that whole terrible condition would say, hmm, when I become a senior, when I become a senior, my juniors, they will suffer. They will see what I saw. Because by the time I'm enjoying my seniorhood and sending people on errands, they need to pay their dues too. So they know it's not beans, in quote. It's not a piece of cake to become a senior. And it sounded all funny and good. But the thing is that many times people would become seniors and dish out the oppression they received when they were juniors. They would dish out the same things that made them weep and wish to go home. That was their dream. But actually, that wasn't a dream. That was an ambition. Like when I get there, I will show people coming behind. Think about officials in countries that are extremely corrupt. Government officials, politicians, ETC. What were their dreams? Or what did they say was their dream for a nation? What were they advocating against before they got into places of power? Like when I get there, I would ensure that nobody ever lacks food, blah, blah, blah. But the thing about dreams versus ambition, and in this case, very specifically, selfish ambition, because ambition in and of itself is not really a thing or not. It's just a force. And then we see those same people clinging to power for dear life because it is what fulfills what they think should be their worth in life. Maybe it's what they saw as people who are in positions like this have respect, they have power, they have people defer to them. And that means I'm worth something if I have that. Because outside of that, who am I? Outside of the billions I'm going to steal, who will I be? Who would respect me? Who would obey my orders? So I ask again, is what you have called a dream about proving your worth to the world, maybe even to yourself? Or is it about adding worth and value to the world? Because many times the people that we judge, we condemn from afar as being the most terrible didn't start off that way. It started with an ambition that they tagged a dream as their life's purpose and they chased it until along the way they forgot who they were. They became something else entirely. They turned into monsters in the name of chasing something that didn't get a chance to be defined by a dream. 
a true dream. Maybe if they could go back in time, they would say, I just wish I knew. I wish I knew what was placed in my heart. I wish the people around me helped me see. I wished I listened a little bit harder. I wish I didn't silence the inner witness like I shared in episode one. So please think about this. Think about this and reflect. Is what you have called a dream about proving your worth to the world? Or is it about adding worth and value to the world? The second question. In attempts to fulfill your dream, do you ever find yourself getting too busy to pay attention to the things that are most valuable? Maybe not even too busy, but too distracted. Too distracted to pay attention to the relationships that matter in your life, to your family, to your true friends. For instance, if your dream is to pastor, do you find yourself so concerned with making sure the seats are full in church? that you find that you don't have as much time to spend with people, guiding them, listening to their needs, doing things that nobody would ever clap for you on or reward you, doing things that don't mean your name will be called as one of the greatest. So at that point now, is it a dream? Or are you running on the fuel of ambition outside the car? I'll ask it again. In attempts to fulfill your dream, you find yourself either being too busy or distracted to pay attention to the things that matter most? then maybe it's not really the dream anymore. Maybe it's ambition running wild without a car at that point in time. It's something to check before we go too far and realize that we've missed our way. But then if by any chance you have gone too far and you're listening to this, it's not too late to retrace your steps and come back to what matters. What matters in your dream will never be outside of making the world a better place. God-given pure dreams. Everything outside of that turns into ambition that could be disastrous. The Hitlers of the world didn't start out being Hitler. They didn't start out exterminating, in quote, six million Jews. They didn't start out there. The thing about dreams is I can't tell you precisely the dream God placed in your heart. But I can say for a fact that it will never be about proving yourself, silencing naysayers, or becoming powerful enough to show the people that oppressed you. It will be about sharing your life through your gifts, your words, the works of your hands. It will be about the world being a better place just because you exist. Deep down inside, this isn't news to you. You know what I'm talking about. I'll end with an Eleanor Roosevelt quote. The future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. Adding to that, I'd say, beautiful dreams are dreams that beautify. As we journey towards fulfilling our dreams, may we create an avalanche of beauty and redemption that engulfs the world around us, even those who have hurt us. Thank you for listening to episode two of Once Upon a Dreamer. I hope our conversation has inspired you to go back to the core of your dreams and to snip away at the weeds that might be suffocating them. In case you want to hang out beyond the podcast, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Tulaniobayan or online at Tulaniobayan.com. We all get to choose the dream or the counterfeit, life or death, blessing or cursing. Choose wisely. See you next time.